Hello, this is Darrell Castle with today's Castle Report. Today is Friday, April 5th, 2019. And on today's report, I will be talking about the West's continual slide into tyranny and the continued destruction of Western civilization, as well as offering some explanations for that slide. It seems obvious to me, at least, that the Western governments are constantly reaching for more and more power, more control over their nations, over their citizens. They must have the power to rule and regulate every tiny aspect of their people's lives in order to serve as a replacement for the God they think they have destroyed today. Their dominion and their power is almost absolute. There are only two forms of repression. One form is internal and the other form is external, religious repression, and political repression. I was first exposed to this theory by an essay written around 1850, I believe, by a Spanish philosopher named Juan Donoso Cortez. Mr. Cortez believed that when the religious thermometer is high, the thermometer of political repression is low, and when the religious thermometer is low, the political thermometer is high. The theory, then, is that the more people are internally repressed through religion, the less necessary it is for government to use violent political power to control its people. A brief look at the history of Western civilization will give credence to the truth of Mr. Cortez's theory. If you accept that the West has its origin in the Roman Empire, we can start there. The emperor had virtually unlimited despotic power to coerce and control the Roman people, that is, until Christianity was introduced into the empire. Christianity has been accused of taking the warrior's heart from the Romans and bringing a more peaceful empire, thus allowing it to overrun and be conquered by barbarians. It also resulted eventually in the coming of what is usually referred to as the Age of Faith, during that time in the West, faith ruled in the lives of people, and most governments controlled their people through the requirements of the Christian religion. Government tyranny and repression actually declined in severity, at least, against those who practiced the Christian faith. The age of faith was followed by the Protestant Reformation and then the Enlightenment, when the pendulum started to swing back to reason and what passed for science and away from what had come to be thought of as superstition, the Enlightenment broke the shackles, holding people to religious belief in France. It ushered in the French Revolution, starting in 1789, followed by Napoleon Bonaparte and his secular empire. France has been a secular, state-dominated nation ever since. It seems that once the power of religion is broken, it can never be restored, and the people turn to their new god, the state. It seems like a very long time, but really just a couple of centuries we've gone from feudalism, whereby people were bound to the land, from feudalism to standing armies, to the division of societies into rulers and ruled. Feudalism decentralized power, and the feudal land owners across the European continent really existed as almost separate states. There was little reason to interfere in the day-to-day lives of people or attempt to micromanage their affairs. Social cohesion is best achieved through religion. Once that restraint is removed, the entire system starts to fall apart. When that happens to a society, to a people with Western traditions, 
That civilization is on the road to chaos and disintegration, yet that seems to be exactly the road we are on here in the West. That's the road we're traveling. In David Horowitz's new book, Dark Agenda, he makes the following observation, quote, the progressive assault on our country begins with the assault on religious liberty and the freedom of conscience, which has been ongoing since the expulsion of religion from public schools in the 1960s. Religious liberty is the cornerstone of our democracy and our civilization, and it is under siege and in retreat, whether it is a memorial cross on public lands to commemorate heroes who gave their lives to keep us free or the little sisters of the poor, the Catholic charity whose celibate nuns were pursued through the courts by the vindictive Obama White House to force them to provide contraceptives to the elderly poor who had no use for them, or whether it is the LGBTQ vigilantes out to force a Colorado baker to make cakes that violate his religious beliefs, the aggressive bigotry of progressives knows no limits. They are the stormtroopers of a new totalitarianism whose clear agenda is a one-party state to enforce their political correctness. No electoral college, no Senate, no ID checks at the ballot box, no barriers at the border, no voting age lower limits. Where exactly do you think they're heading? End quote. To me, the answer is pretty simple. If you want to destroy the West, you must first destroy the people's belief in Christianity. You can do that in many ways, but the best start would be to take from them their most treasured possession, their children. Make the children just a commodity, just an item to be used, to be bought and sold or killed at will. Destroy the family unit, and you, the state, will control the children since most families are very close to most anyway, are single parents now. The state emerges as the provider and the protector. No more independent-minded, self-reliant people. Instead, we create a people totally dependent on the state, which in effect becomes the new god. The state continues its destruction through ever-increasing income taxes. All oh, the rates fall from time to time as different power seekers parade upon the stage, but in general... It gets steadily worse since everyone knows we now have a credit-based society. No one worries. When they can't make their paycheck last all month, they just make up the difference through debt. Until they can't cover the debt service anymore, this is all destructive of the family because even in two-parent families, one works to pay the taxes and one works to pay the bills. In the meantime, the children are turned over to the new God five days a week, at least six hours per day for indoctrination that lasts at least 16 years in most cases while submitting to all this and peacefully accepting it. We wonder why we don't recognize our children anymore. The goal now seems to be a combination of the two tyrannies, that being a people who are both religiously and politically repressed. The new God, the new religion, represses the people by imposing itself and its ideology on them, all backed up by political and military force. Do it our way, they tell us, or people with guns will come and confiscate your property and put you in jail. What happens to your children? When I'm in jail, you ask, oh, don't you worry about that. They say, we'll take care of them, make them true believers in our new progressive plantation. So the people change. And they comply. It's easier, cheaper, 
we become more and more desensitized to the new agenda, big business, big corporations, big technology, and really, really big government will take care of you and your children will be your people. You'll be our gods. We'll bend our knee to the scraps from your table, every nation and every people becomes just another human farm for experimentation as the new gods explore the new technological power that we have placed in their hands. Socialism becomes the new fashion among our progressive rulers. It's a new fashion to them, perhaps, but in reality, it's a 19th century idea that has killed millions of people and reduced entire continents to poverty. This is not the simple welfare state socialism of some place like Scandinavia. No, this is the hardcore military enforced socialism so prevalent in the world today. The most obvious state was the Soviet Union or the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics. That was actual socialism, folks, actual real socialism. You will comply or you will be shot or sent to the gulag, the Soviet government. Ah, uh, the Cold War days, socialized people at will. They socialized the re Ukraine against its will by killing five million Ukrainians. Socialism of today puts forward the notion that it will provide the necessities of life to everyone by taxing the rich, and it assumes there are enough of them to go around. In reality, the middle class is the most numerous, at least for now. Therefore, that is where the money is. That's where the taxes come from. Until the middle is hollowed out and destroyed, as in America today, the taxes taken from the middle class become subsidies for the rulers to use in their vote-buying schemes to maintain themselves in power. Welfare statism, or the Green New Deal, sees itself as less brutal than the example of socialism I have given. It is based on something the new Einsteins on the progressive left, such as AOC, call modern monetary theory, or MMT, that is the belief that debts will never have to be paid and the government can create as much money as it wants, do whatever it wants. Everyone could live well without working unless they actually enjoy having some degree of self-respect and self-reliance. The children in progressive schools, that's virtually all of them, are taught false explanations of what capitalism is and the free market. They come to believe that capitalism is what we have today i.e. a world dominated by giant international corporations. What they're not taught is that corporations are run by progressive atheistic CEOs and their boards. They become giants by using their subsidized money to lobby Congress to regulate their small business competitors out of existence so that they stand with the new gods as masters of the universe. In contrast, a truly free market has no regulations at all except those imposed by market competition. We haven't seen one of those folks in a very long time. In conclusion, I will answer Mr. Horowitz's question, where do you think this is going? The answer is, it's going into demonic chaos that is being intentionally created for us. Interestingly, as I mentioned about the Roman Empire, Christianity made the empire more peaceful and thus subject to conquest by heathen barbarians, and today the heathen barbarians have driven out Christianity, thus making political repression inevitable. At least that's the way I see it. Till next time, folks, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.